Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, welcome back to the show this week. I'm so glad that we get to spend this next little time together. Today, we are talking about a bit of a different subject, but it is related. We are going to be talking about specifically Shopify. So many of you have been asking questions about about that period where your Etsy shop is established, you're doing great things, and you know that long-term you need to not put all your eggs in the Etsy basket. You need to build your own brand. You need to build your own website. I personally think the next easiest step is a Shopify site. It's got a lot of features that make it more plug and play like Etsy, whereas building your own site on other platforms, not so much. So I have been doing some hunting for an expert in this area, someone that I could bring on, that I can refer you to, that we can talk to, who will give us really good advice on how to be effective on Shopify. Because the set of skills you need to be effective on Etsy are quite different from the set of skills that you'll need on Shopify. You will take these skills with you that you're using now, but you're going to have to add some new ones. So Grace is from Shopify Simplified. I found her on TikTok. She has an amazing TikTok channel. So if this is something you want to start dabbling in, learning about Shopify, hearing her story, hearing some tips, I really encourage you to follow her there. But she is a three-time e-commerce CEO with experience selling on all of the platforms, including Etsy, Amazon, and Shopify. She has sold over a million dollars in physical products in her online stores. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And last year she had her uh, the biggest sale of her life when she sold one of her Shopify businesses. Her expertise is in retail strategy and building businesses that have strong foundations. She specializes in simplifying Shopify and is here today to help simplify selling on Shopify for you. She has so much experience. She totally gets us because she's got the Etsy background. Um, I really love the way that she delivers her teaching information as I've studied her. She's very professional. She's very generous. She's going to give you a lot of really good free advice. And then she's also going to have courses and things you can do if you need to go deeper. So I know you're going to love her. She's an absolute doll. Please help me welcome Grace to the podcast. Hey, Grace. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad we were able to get this in before before I go offline. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for our conversation today. Well, your TikTok, when I found you, absolutely mesmerized me. Um, as I very awkwardly DM'd you, I I love your approach. Like you were just so um, like likable, which is great, but just also just the way you delivered information was so interesting and I thought very generous and helpful. And so since so many of my listeners are always asking about like, what about my own website? I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have finally found our person for this. Like I like to be really picky about who I refer, you know, anyone to if they have these kinds of questions, because I have not sold my Etsy products on Shopify. So I just want you to know I'm 
I'm so excited. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to being able to work with you like ongoing. And I know that our listeners are going to get a ton out of this. So, so thank you. And thanks for having an amazing TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, I always like to get started just like to give, um, to give all of us context and me too, because I haven't really heard so much of this part of your story either. So I'm, I'm kind of excited. Can we talk about your like professional background? Like where did you, where did you start and how did you end up in e-commerce? <laughs> Yeah. I actually went to school for retail, which is kind of an oh. odd, odd start. Yeah. So retail is has always been what I've wanted to do. I went to I got a degree in retail merchandising management and then I was doing interior design. So I was selling furniture. So I was working in the oh. furniture industry. Yeah. I studied interior design too. So that totally for two years. So that totally geeks me out. Oh yeah. I feel like that, that's such a big part of, you know, the products that I sell too. It's like like sold home goods and it just makes sense. Um, But yeah, so started with that and then, you know, worked retail for a long time. I had all the nineties small jobs, right? I worked at Mall of America, like, yeah, (laughs) Gap, Hollister, all that. Um, So always been into this. And then I knew that I wanted to have my own business really forever. You know, I was the kid who was selling stuff, making things and selling them at age 10. Uh, (laughs) Probably everyone here has their story of like selling lollipops on the playground or whatever it is. (laughs) It's always in you. Um, So I started, I had a handmade nursing necklace business that I started after I had my first baby and I sold those on Etsy. And then once I had my second baby, I was like, oh, I can't really manage doing the handmade, two young babies and selling them. So I pivoted. Yeah. It was so relate. Yeah. It was a lot for me. And and handmaking wasn't really my skill. I was not, you know, an artisan or a crafter. A crafter. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. That was not my specialty. So I wanted to pivot to a new product and I sold uh, Turkish towels on Amazon. Oh my gosh. (gasps) Smart girl. Wow. Yeah. They were beautiful from Turkey. I had this wonderful manufacturer and sold them on Amazon. They did great. They sold out. I was getting five-star reviews. And then I realized I want my own brand and my own business. And that's when I transferred to Shopify. Oh my gosh. Okay. Did you, at that time though, did you leave Amazon or did you do like a kind of, um, uh, did you gently transition or I still do both or no, I stopped with Amazon. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a great learn. Like it was a good way to test the product. And I I like this for anyone who's starting with a new product is, you know, what's the quickest way to get it out into the world and see if people like it. And for me, that was on Amazon. And unfortunately, I didn't make a lot of money because Amazon's game was definitely you know, oh. the lowest price. Okay. This was years ago before they had brand protection. So people could sell under my listing and sell products that weren't mine. So there was a lot of mess kind of, it was like the wild, wild west back then. On wow. But I learned a lot and I, I got that customer feedback. I was like, okay, now it's time to move to Shopify, build my own brand. But that came with a whole other set of learning curve and issues that I had to get through. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're so, I love that you're also our people and that you started on Etsy with like a handmade. That's such, and you know what? I love that you're literally an example of what I always recommend because I, you know, especially on TikTok less. So people usually when they come into the podcast space, they're already really thinking about Etsy on TikTok. I think people are more just like interested in how do I make money from home and they can be like super skeptical of Etsy, but like 
and I mean, this is what I'm really excited to talk to you about this whole, this whole call is, um, Etsy is such a great place to start. Like it's a good, it's a good place to establish yourself and learn some skills because as you progress into things like, like Amazon's a whole different skill set than Etsy. Like at least they're still providing the marketplace for you, but it's still like, talk about, talk about the, the problems of getting shut down on Amazon. It's, it's even more devastating than Etsy. And then moving into your own website. Well, now nobody is sending you traffic. You've got to figure all that out. So it's so wonderful that you've literally taken the progression that we talk about here on the podcast all the time. Um, so let's actually, let's like dive into that a little more. What were your favorite parts of selling on Etsy? And also, can I be a total um, pregnant mom nerd and ask a little more? Can you tell me this about your necklace, your your nursing necklace? Because I'm like, what is that? Oh, sure. Yeah, they were um, fabric necklaces that had uh, wooden balls in them. And so the, the fabric would tie it around the ball. And so when I was nursing, my daughter would always pull my hair. So I wore this necklace instead and she would hold on to the necklace and leave my hair alone. No way. Yeah. So it, it solved a need of problem that I was facing, which I talk about that a lot when you're choosing a product is to have it be part of your kind of life story so that it's a lot easier to sell. Yeah. For me, it fit perfectly into that. And it became easy. I could easily make content around it, right? Like I could, I had this baby, <laughs> I could wear the necklace. It made sense for me to sell um, it. Were people already buying and searching for things like that? Or did you have to kind of create that market? Was there a market for it already? Like people were searching like nursing necklace? They were, yeah. At at that time, like silicone necklaces were really big. Okay. Um, I don't know if they still are. I'm out of that baby space now, but um, I I liked- I'll let you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're in it. (laughs) Okay. So um, that, okay. That is, I love that little piece. So um, what did you enjoy about the marketplace? Like how did it, how did it really establish you in your, because it's the first thing you did in your e-commerce journey. Obviously you got enough of a taste of it. You're like, I'm going to go bigger. Let's get on Amazon, which I have not made that choice before. So yeah, I should say I I dabbled in like pre Shopify, pre Etsy, like e-commerce right out of college. I had a, um, it was a t-shirt company for sororities and this product, it came with tons of issues, but I had to build a cart from scratch. Like I worked with a web developer. This was before platforms and marketplaces existed. Um, So what I loved coming onto Etsy is how easy it was. I mean, building out a cart from scratch and knowing the cost of that coming onto Etsy, even with the fees, I was like, this is a bargain for real. Yes. Um, and they were sending yes. me traffic. They took care of a lot of the business end part that I didn't have to even think about till I got off of Etsy. Like they pay your sales tax. Like that's, that's which is isn't that crazy? Yes. I'm so grateful they do because no, I don't want to deal with that, but oh my gosh. Yeah, it's such a it's just something that you don't even have to think about. And when you're just starting a business, there's so many moving pieces that if we can remove even a little bit of the business end off of our plate, it allows us to really focus on the product, get the products right, focus on the customer service. And those are the things that are going to grow your business. So I didn't have to worry about those things on Etsy. I loved that. I remember um, I used to build a lot of websites and so I had some basic knowledge, but when I needed to, and I know this sounds silly, but I was so afraid of getting something wrong or like creating a legal problem for myself that when I needed to add like WooCommerce to my website, I hired someone to do it. And even still, I was like a little, and I'm, I am not usually 
super nervous about stuff. And I'm usually the one who jumps in like, let's try it and see what happens. I didn't even want to deal with it. I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to use it. So like, I can't even imagine before things like WooCommerce that you could just put a plug in were there. Like you literally, I, I'm just telling you, I understand what you mean by building a shopping cart by scratch. And I, but I still think even today with some of the easier plugins and things like I've built Shopify sites and it wasn't, I actually think Shopify is freaking amazing. I think it, especially compared to that experience of having to build in and then like the site not moving fast enough and having all kinds of, you know, whatever problems when you're building your own. But, um, I think Shopify makes it, makes it so much easier, but even, even today, just being able to get on Etsy and not having to worry about any of that, like not having, you know, you literally just upload your listing. So I just love that you started where we all started. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you um, can't break your Etsy site either, right? Like right? That's a big thing. You can break your site. <laughs> so that's yeah. such a good point. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Grace, I had not even, that hadn't even crossed my mind. You're right. You can't break your Etsy site. And you never have to worry about how fast it, I mean, sometimes obviously they're a little slower, but like not your circus, not your monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. There's a oh lot. Oh my of- gosh. I never <laughs> thought about that all the things, the sales tax though. I remember um, when I realized that Etsy was going to pay it for me, I was just like, like it was such a weight off my mind, (laughs) not having to deal with that at all. So here on, on the podcast, we talk a lot um, about like longer term goals. I kind of, I kind of alluded to this in the beginning, but like I really stress because I care about, I care about when, when, when my students or my listeners are coming to me for any, with any level of trust of like, what am I going to tell them to do? And I'm teaching them about Etsy. I do want them to have the very practical understanding that you don't want to put all your eggs in Etsy's basket. Um, you want to be building more of a legacy for yourself. And, you know, I start I start talking about, okay, like get started on Etsy, figure out what you're doing, get the, learn how to take good pictures, learn how to get sales, like get yourself a business, but then pretty quickly start building an email list so that, if anything were to happen to your shop, whether it was your fault, Etsy's decision, some kind, some kind of crazy thing in the market, you've got something like everything doesn't just go away overnight. Like I remember, and this is actually more of an Amazon story, but um, do you listen to Allison J. Prince? Oh, I know that name. Yeah, she yeah, she does businesses with her daughters, right? Her kids. That was one of her best stories. Yes, when she had her daughters start their own website and like she teaches how you use influencers. Um, it's a great way actually when you're building your own website to be able to start getting yourself some traffic is using influencers, but Mm -hmm. she has a podcast. It used to be called the because I can podcast, but now I think she's turned it into online selling. But anyway, Allison J Prince, she's so fun to listen to. Um, I like your, your story, you remind, remind me of her a little bit and she's in that space, but, um, she had an Amazon shop that was selling, I want to say it was like pillowcases or something. It was something in the betting and she was making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, like she was making so much money and they shut her down overnight and everything was gone and she didn't have an email list. She didn't have anything. So like Amazon was great. And I still think there's a place for it, which is why I asked you earlier, I'm like, well, did you keep it? Because sometimes that income can be pretty, can be pretty nice. But, um, it was just gone overnight. And so I'm just, and the same thing can happen. As we know on Etsy, one of the biggest complaints that I get is like, I, my shop got suspended and people aren't paying attention to like the nuances of trademark violation. And then there's the Etsy bots. There's all these issues, but you've got to start building an email list like as soon as possible. And then I think your next progression should be adding your own website and figuring out how to start marketing it. So with all of that, like word bomb, and I just gave you, um, 
I would like to know from you, how did you know when it was time to start adding additional streams of income and move off of Etsy? Like what, what I think a lot of times people ask, they're like, Lizzie, how do I know if I'm ready for that kind Mm -hmm. of a step? And so I'm wondering how you, what what that was like for you. Yeah. Mine was such a a different step where I was pivoting both the product, like that I didn't want to do handmade. So I had to get off of Etsy um, moving to Amazon was a similar, you know, I, I leaned on the marketplace. Yeah. And so it was, that was the transition there. Um, but I wanted to sell my business. That was a long-term goal that I had. Oh my gosh. You cannot sell an Etsy business because you are the value of the business. It's part of their terms and conditions. So I knew that I wanted to sell it. Uh, you can sell an Amazon business. They're, it's different process, but that was a big thing for me. I wanted to build that asset that I could sell in five years. Okay. Well, I think that, that and that's brilliant. That makes complete sense. Also, um, I did not know you cannot sell an Etsy shop. I thought there were, can, like there were, well, and maybe it's changed since then. I thought there were ways you could make that happen, but that's really interesting that for sure we know when you were there on the, the terms and you would know you are such, a, you're so good at details, like that that was an absolute no-no. You had to just shut no-no. it down. And Okay. I'm not an Etsy lawyer, terms of service. No, this is not legal advice, everybody. This is just educational. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, do people sell Etsy businesses? Yes, they do. Uh, is it within terms of service? It's my understanding that it is not. Wow. So I and I knew that the value of a business, a lot of it was, you know, my email list and the assets that I could build on my own was what was going to make the business sell for more. And so I could build those things on Shopify. Oh my gosh. I did not even know this part that it was because you want, I love that you wanted to sell it. I think that's also um, a good way to sort of think about things like you, even if you know, you want to keep your business for years and years and years, like maybe your initial goal isn't to sell it. I think that if we're building an asset, like a business, we should always be thinking about, uh, it's sort of like my parents always taught me when you buy a house, make sure you don't get too quirky with it because you always need to be able to sell it. So mm-hmm. same with your business. Like you need to have something that you can always, that's so, that's really wise. I hadn't even thought about it that way. Grace. Yeah. Like, and I want to say like selling a business is a really good way to build wealth and to, you know, I think we don't think about the ability to sell a business very often. Like when I talk about this, people are like, oh, you can you can sell an e-commerce <laughs> business? It's like, yes, you can. And you can make a lot of money doing it. And that's when you get paid for all that work you did in the beginning that was unpaid. There's so much work that you do an hour yeah. spent and you don't make any money doing that. When you sell the business, that's when someone pays you for that work. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Perfecting Pinterest e-course by Sophia Lee. Okay, so I'm particularly excited about today's sponsor because if you use this resource correctly, you could completely blow up your Etsy shop with sales. No joke. If there was ever a game changer for Etsy success, it is Pinterest and learning how to master it. Before I tell you more, you need to know I have quite literally spent over $1,000 on Pinterest courses over the years several thousand on blogging courses. And I learned a ton. Most of them were valuable. I don't have a whole bunch of regrets. But earlier this year, I was introduced to the blogger, Sophia Lee, who started her blog in college and has killed the game. Four years later now, she's earning 70,000 plus per month, per month from her blog. 
I was intrigued. <laughs> so I bought her blogging e-course and her Pinterest, Pinterest e-course because A, I was curious about her strategy since her blog is so lucrative. And B, I could not believe how reasonable the price was. Like, wow, compared to what I have spent before, it was an absolute steal. I also have a blog in addition to my Etsy shop. And so I learned early on that Pinterest is the most powerful way to get readers to your blog. And it's one of the best free ways to drive traffic to your Etsy shop. So the reason I'm partnered with Sophia Lee today is because I went through her Pinterest course and it was outstanding outstanding. I'm not kidding. Outstanding. It was packed with so much value. I would recommend it to my best friend. I already recommended it to my mom who took it and loved it. And I have zero reservations recommending it to you either. So if you have not tried promoting your Etsy listings on Pinterest, which is some of the best free traffic you can get, or you still need to learn how to build strategy for Pinterest, I cannot recommend perfecting Pinterest enough. Sophia Lee built her Pinterest course to teach bloggers how to promote their posts, but what you'll learn directly applies to your Etsy listings too. In all the places where she is linking a blog post, you'll do the same with your Etsy listings. I feel confident you'll get a ton of value out of it. You can grab my link down in the show notes and check out the course info today. It's immediately available to you, and I am so excited to see what a difference it makes. I love how you think about that. I think that's completely true. And then the the really cool thing is that I have learned because I've gone through several businesses from running a, you know, a, a blog that was monetized and um, I was a social media manager. I've done all these different things. And what you, it sounds like, well, why would I sell it? This is my income. This is, well, the thing is, is like, like you said, you can then get compensated for all that work you did. You'll get ahead because usually you can sell it for what it's projected to earn for the next few years is factored Mm -hmm. into it. And you can invest it in the next project. And the next project you will launch faster, more efficiently. You'll make more money because you're taking all of the skill set with you. Like the asset, the other huge asset is you and all of the knowledge that you've gained. So completely brilliant. See, this is why we got to hang out because you've got all these different ways of looking at things that I need in my life. So um, one of the topics I've been most excited to discuss with you is obviously Shopify. We've already touched on that since you are, to me, you're a Shopify expert. I know you, and you're branded that way too. And I, I really trust the advice that you give. I think that when people are considering moving from Etsy and adding their own website, Shopify is one of the very best tools because again, your everything is there for you. It's plug and play. You pay, I mean, you're going to pay a lot more if you think Etsy's expensive. I mean, Shopify is not crazy expensive. I'm just saying you're spending more though, <laughs> you know, to like mm-hmm. get it established whereas paying 20 cents for a listing fee. Um, but I think it's one of the easiest tools. I think it's where my listeners should should look first. What do you think are like the pros and cons of Shopify compared to Etsy? Like how can they kind of start thinking about what is this going to look like, you know, in the good sense and in the, and in like maybe the learning curve sense? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest pro is that when someone buys something on Etsy or on Amazon or any sort of marketplace, even a farmer's market, you know, in person and they buy your product, they say they bought it on Etsy. They say they bought it on Amazon. They do not remember the brand and the company. So when you get off of a marketplace, you get to stand alone. And then they say they bought it from you, your company. And it just helps you grow with referrals in a different way. Um, so I think that's one of the, the biggest pros of being on your own. But with that comes a lot more responsibility for building out your business. Now you have to build your brand, right? Like you, 
used to be able to lean on Etsy's branding. You used to be able to lean on Amazon's branding. And what I mean is that, you know, the branding, that's your, the, the trust and the authenticity of those websites is already built in. You get to lean on their traffic and they're attracting a certain type of traffic. You yes. know, Etsy's demographics, you can lean on that. Now you have to really define that specifically for your own business. And that's where I made tons of mistakes when I first moved on to Shopify. Are you the kind of person where like, if you find kind of, okay, okay. Cause sometimes I'll get thrown um, a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad for something really cute. And I'm like, oh, I need those boots or whatever. And then I go, this is what I do. If I don't recognize the site, I go is like da 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 dot com a scam. You know what I mean? Or is it legit? You know, like you move into that space. You don't do the people. I mean, I'm sure some losers do, but most people are not like, is Etsy legit? You know, like is Amazon legit? So it's like a whole different, this whole thing you've got to create of this trust with your buyer. Yeah, yeah. It's huge because, right, we're not going to buy from a scammy website at all. And that same product on Etsy doesn't have to worry about that. You've got the trust of, of, of Etsy. The buyer knows they're going to be taken care of. So there's a lot of things we need to have on our Shopify store that give that trust. Um, and so, yeah, building out a Shopify store is a totally different approach. Um, so we can build that trust and and connect with the right customers and let them know this is exactly what I sell and this is who it's for and connect with them quickly. Cause we know that attention spans are like at nothing. Right not yeah. Literally. Yeah. So this is what I love about your content though. Grace is that your content literally is going to show um, anyone who wants to build their own site, how to lower the odds that people are going to be like, searching to see if you're, if, if this website's a scam, you know, you're going to help, like, no one's got to go through like the school of hard knocks, like you did. They can listen to you and learn like how, what things they need to have in place and how they can lower the likelihood. Like they can create trust really quickly. So, um, what do you think? Well, I think we've really talked a lot about the pros of show. We've already kind of done that. So we can move. Look, I would like for you, this is what, um, one of your, one of your best, I think pieces of advice that I would love to talk about. You have a brilliant way of talking about how to prepare, um, for a Shopify site with your five P's mm -hmm. that you, you kind of gave me like a little crash course the other day. And I was like, this is so smart. So, um, would you, can we, can we get like a sneak peek? Can you tell us about the five P's? Like give yeah, us absolutely. absolutely. So, you know, just at, at my core, I like to create really simple businesses. Like I do not want to have my business run my life. I want to work just a few hours a day. And so I like to build simplicity into it. And the easiest way is to just build a business from the foundation, from the ground up on a sturdy foundation, and then it just works. And that foundation is rooted in the five P's, which some people may have heard this before. I, you know, I remember learning it in like my business 101 class, but um, the first P is the product. So we know that we need to have a really strong product. And like I mentioned, I recommend selling a product that makes sense for you the person you to sell and everything becomes easier. I also recommend starting with just one product, which is a little different than the Etsy approach where we need a lot of listings to yeah. get the visibility on Shopify on a standalone. I highly recommend starting with one kind of flagship product, one product that you're really known for. And this is a way to build trust, right? Like you must be really good at this one thing if that's all you sell. And most businesses, we don't see this, but most businesses get their start with just one product and then they grow from there. 
So we need to simplify everything so that we can do all the things. We, we have to do all the things now on Shopify. So let's start with one really good product. Second P is the person, that's your branding. We got to lean on Etsy's branding before. Now we have to build our own branding. Who is this for? How are we communicating that to this person? So that branding piece has to be built into the whole website. It's like your tagline, it's the copy, it's the way you talk, it's the images you're using, the people that you're using in your images. So the branding really needs to connect with, with the customer right away. Um, number three is price. And you have to get the pricing right for your product so that customers know they're getting a good value, but you also have to price it in a place where you're making money. Yeah. Right. If you're not making money in your business, you're not doing anyone any favors. I think a lot of times we think, oh, like, I don't want to charge too much. I want to be able to sell this for a low price. Great. We want a fair, we want a win-win for both. But if you're not pricing, if you're losing money, your business isn't going to be around and you can't help anyone. Right. I love that I get to hire graphic designers and photographers and hire all these people and get to pay them because my business has a strong, you know, foundation making money. So I get to impact a lot of the people around me because I'm charging fair prices and making That's it. awesome. Yeah. That's such a great, yeah. Yeah. Um, the fourth P is the place. So this is where we're deciding to sell. And for this, this is Shopify. And so it's just building out the place um, to be fully functioning. A Shopify store is like a brick and mortar. We need to build all of the, the fixtures, the signage, the, all the images, we need to build out everything on there. On a marketplace, you get some of that built in already. Um, and then the fifth, the fifth P is promotion. And I like to mention it is the fifth one because a lot of people like to jump to promotion and start marketing and then wonder why the money that they're spending on paid ads isn't working. It's because they haven't first fleshed out those first four P's. So if we've done the work to get everything right, the promotion's going to work so much better. And this is why this is the, the structure of building a solid, simple business, because once these are in place, it's just so much easier to talk about your product. Content is easier to create when it's a product you love. Um, the money's flowing. You're not stressed about money. We know where to advertise, where to spend our ad dollars. Um, it's just so everything becomes so much easier when this foundation is in place and then you can grow the business from there. I think it's so smart that you, you know, you've got, you don't just have like a list, like here are the things you need to focus on, but you've got like a progression through them. Like it's a, it's a set of strategies that is just going to help, um, help every piece of the store work better together. And then, and then like we were talking about before, create that trust really early on with the person who's shopping there. Um, so there's just not, there's not things where they're sitting there like, huh, well, why, you know, where, why, what about, like, they have all these questions that, so like, uh, okay. So like on Etsy, for example, the way that I figured out how to set up my listings was I went and I looked at the best sellers to see how they set up theirs, because that's how, before I'd sold a thousand pieces or even a hundred or whatever, even 20, I didn't know what the frequently asked questions would be for my product, mm -hmm. but I could go look at someone else's product like it and really kind of figure out from what their FAQs were, what they were including, what I needed to include. So I think it's really helpful because it's a, people are asking a different set of questions, I think, a lot of times on a website. So it's so wonderful that you have a system for this. And I love your whole uh, mentality about the promotion being last because whether it's a website or it is Etsy, I think one of the biggest issues like you already talked about is how the um, people will pay for like ads 
and they do nothing. And it's because there's so much more you have to have in place. Like that should be like the very last thing that you're adding to the list. So I think your framework is, is just so smart, Grace. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it really, I think it really helps. It helps like troubleshoot too. You know, I do a lot of strategy, like one-on-one calls and, you know, they'll come to me with an issue or they think, okay, I need help with my marketing. Well, I can look at what's going on. And I'm like, no, actually the problem is in this pillar, right? Like actually the problem is wow. your pricing or it's, you know, so I can troubleshoot so much easier within that framework and solve what the actual problem is. It's just a big, like a holistic approach to how a business need functions. <laughs> There's so many components. And, and we think like, again, you've, you've got me thinking because it didn't occur to me that, yeah, I think most people do just think about marketing and there is so much more like the, the marketing is, um, it's like, it's like the way that you, you move the the product in front of people. There are so many things that have to be in place before you can even do that because then they could, they might see it and then click over. But if everything else is missing, uh, it, it like they're just going to click away in a, in in one millisecond. So it's so smart. Um, okay. I was this is this is the other thing I was really excited to talk to you about. I think there are so many Etsy sellers who they know they need to start moving in like the direction of adding their own site. They can kind of feel it. You know, they're already making pretty decent money. They've just got that feeling. It kind of thing. I think I think it starts in your gut. But there's new skills. It's it is. We've talked about this already a bit too. But there's so much more to it. There are new skills you have to learn. Um, just because you've had success on Etsy and I am proof positive because I did not do well on my own website at first. Um, there are so many new skills you have to learn. There's a big, big learning curve and you might have an amazing product that's selling left and right. And you may have a great pricing and amazing photography and you put all that on over on your own website and it's going to do absolutely nothing. And so you have to, one of the huge components that you're so good at teaching, and that's why I wanted to go into it a little more, is the conversion piece mm-hmm. where like, yes, you get tra- you, you might get traffic to your website, but then what's going to help create that buying decision? Um, I, I, some, of the, some of the most attractive products on the market might, might drive someone over to their website, but whether or not anything is ever going to sell is a completely different question. So could you please explain to us, like, what does that mean? Because I'm sure there's plenty of people who have no idea what I'm talking about when I say like to convert web traffic. Um, so maybe like a little tutorial about that and then why it's so important yeah. to get it right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, getting traffic to our site is it takes, you know, either time or money to get that traffic there. And so we want to make sure that we're giving that our best. Once they land on our site, we don't want them to bounce off because they're never going to come back and we're just going to have to spend yes. more money to get them. So conversion rate is so important and you have just a couple of seconds. And really it starts with the having the right framework and kind of all the pieces that you need to have on your Shopify store. I have like a training and a checklist that will walk people through like everything that you need to have on your website to increase conversions because we need things like an offer. People need a reason to buy. So we need to make sure that we have a compelling offer on our website. We know that only maybe 2% of people are going to buy. We need to have an opt-in. We need to have a reason for them to give us their email so that we can bring them back again and again or in the future when they're ready to buy. So having all these pieces in place is going to increase your conversion rate. Things like a fair return policy and a clear return policy. Yeah. There are times people may come onto your website, see your product, 
realize that they they want it, but there's just a little bit of fear. What if this doesn't fit? What if this doesn't work for me? What are my options to get my money back? And a lot of small businesses don't want to offer a return policy, but that is so important in increasing your conversions. And once people buy, it's more likely that they're not going to you know, ask for a return. And we would rather get that sale than lose the sale because we're not willing to accept returns when really we know that, you know, the returns are not that high on most websites. You know, there's right. right that offer like lifetime return policies and they have some of the lowest return rates in the industry. So people want a fair return policy. So this like training and checklist really walks you through all the stages are all the pieces that need to be on your website that you don't really think about, but are are the things that are increasing your conversion rate. Even like your about us page, that's one of the most important pages for on Etsy conversions. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. people want to buy from people more than ever, and having the about us page be structured in the right way. You know, this is not a page to actually talk about yourself. It's all about what are you doing. And how does that benefit the customer? So creating a framework on the about us page of, you know, I created this business for this benefit for you and really sharing that. How do you align yourself as the expert on your about us page without just talking about yourself? Because we're all super, everyone is selfish, hands down. You could say you're not, but it's true. We all (laughs) have human selfish. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to remember that, that we're not the hero in our business, we're the guide that is there to help the customer be the hero. I'm so glad you say that. Yeah, they want like the two to three sentences of your story. They want to figure out where they can connect with you. But from there, it totally needs to be about about them. <laughs> and they going to get out of and I will say like people need um, the help of someone like you who knows how to construct that because it does not come naturally. Like even when you know that like I know that I need to have that that psychology happening on my page, but I wouldn't know the proper setup at all. I would totally need to study someone like you. So that's, I'm so glad you said that. So what about like some first steps? Like if some folks are listening and they're like, okay, I'm established on Etsy. I probably, I probably need to start moving in this direction. What do you recommend for those first, you know, two to three steps they should take as they, as they think about moving over or adding, adding a Shopify site? Yeah, I think definitely, um, what, you know, thinking long-term, what, why do I want to add a Shopify store? What is the purpose of this? What do I want to get out of it? What's the big vision? Because sometimes I think we, you know, think that adding a Shopify store is going to solve all the problems that maybe we're facing on a different platform. You know, if our product isn't selling on Etsy, it's not going to sell on Shopify either. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. I literally hear angels singing. Thank you, Grace. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And that's hard. You know, that's hard to hear sometimes because you're close to your product, but um, it might be time to pivot. You know, if we're wanting to move to Shopify, is it for a bigger reason? And do we need to in, to um, think about selling a different product? You know, so really thinking about what's the what's the purpose? Why do I want this? And then getting all those five P's mapped out, even if you just sit down quickly with like a yellow like legal pad and just writing out this is the product that I sell. This is the person that I'm going to sell to. This is my pricing, right? I need to know what are my margins. Just a quick like business plan sketched out, like a one page business plan. Um, and, you know, then talking about the place I'm going to be selling on Shopify. This is the reason why. And then here's my marketing. Here's how I'm going to drive traffic because now that's completely on you to drive traffic. And so much of this involves just 
being comfortable talking about your business out in the world, like networking and, you know, getting, getting featured on blogs, getting on podcasts, you know, talking about your business, sponsoring podcasts, thinking about different paid ad opportunities beyond just Facebook or Google. There's tons of ways to advertise your business while also supporting another small business, which I love. Yes. Win-win. Yes. Yeah. I think those are, that is so, um, those are some, some great, like bigger picture, like things to think about. Um, and then from there, like, would, would you say go create, like go create a, like a Shopify login, like kind of get in there or would you say you have some learning to do first? Like what would you recommend in order, like the order of events? Sure. So no one knows how to do this, right? Like, you know, so keeping in mind, like you, like no one knew how to start a Shopify store the first time they did it. Yeah. Like have grace with yourself, you know, know that there's going to be a learning curve and the easiest way to learn it is to get in there. I think they always offer like a 14 day free trial so that you can start building it out. Yeah. Take advantage of that. And I think you can even keep it at like $7 a month or something until you're like ready to launch. There's, there's options that will give you time. Um, Yeah. And starting, if you have just one product, don't worry about like moving your whole catalog over Right. Because sometimes that trips up people moving from Etsy and they're like, oh, I have like I have to like download all these files and product descriptions and variants and all this stuff can really trip you up. So like what's your best selling product? And like start with that. You you can start with just one product. Um, but yeah, so get into the Shopify, you know, into the web builder. Know that there's going to be a learning process. Shopify has tons of like tech r- tutorials and resources. Yes. So take advantage of those. If you want more of a framework and strategy, I'm sure we'll um, link to this course that I've been talking about. Uh, it's great for giving you the strategy to really build out a website in a weekend. Like it, you can do this really quickly when you know how to do it, when you have all the, you know, the checklist so you can go through each one, each page. Yeah. Shopify is so good about how, about making it like Etsy. There's not... Once you get in there and between that and like all the tutorials they have, it's it's not difficult to figure out how to do the basic setup. Nothing like if you were going to go try to start your own WordPress or or something. It's like it it's like the next easiest thing after Etsy for sure. So um, but no, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because you have some amazing resources. Like I really at the very least, I really encourage anyone who thinks they're going to go in this direction at any point to follow you. Um, definitely get on your TikTok, start consuming your content. But yeah. can you talk through some of the resources that you and, and, and courses, of course, that you have available um, to help people like with the step by step and setting all of this up? And then I will absolutely link all of your, um, you know, how people can find you and then um, your a link to your course and all of that in the show notes, like so everyone can grab it easily. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the one I've been talking about is the Shopify self audit training and checklist. And that is like, you know, kind of the DIY process, you go through the trainings, they're, they're mostly audio training. So you can listen to it like a podcast, which is nice, comes with the checklist. So you get all the pages that you need to have on your Shopify store and the pages you legally need. There are things you legally need to have on your Shopify store. So I talk about those and then the strategies for those pages. Um, So that's, that's one thing. If you already have your Shopify store built out and you're looking for how ways to drive traffic. I have a a course called Let's Get Visible. And that's where I talk about how to get that offsite and onsite, you know, things in place so that you can be attracting people to your Shopify store. And if you've gone through the 
the training, then you know that your Shopify store is ready to start converting, which is really nice. And then another way is if you want more like one-on-one -on -one support, I offer strategy calls. I love doing them. They're 60 <laughs> minutes. And honestly, we get into whatever you personally need for your transition, your store, whatever you're working on, any questions you have, we just like, we hammer it out. It's so, it's a great option if you want more handholding. It's wonderful that you'll offer all of that because a lot of times um, folks really want someone they can talk to. Like they want to learn from them for sure. And like take, you know, go through their free content, go through their paid content. But then there's always usually this personal element. Like there are like individual things that they need. So I love that you do that. I like, I think a lot of people have gotten away from the coaching a little bit. And so I'm, I'm so glad that you offer that. It's one of the reasons I was like, so, so excited because like then when people, when there's things that they don't understand or they do feel overwhelmed, they don't feel totally left out in the cold. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I will link all of that. And then on the, um, the second course that you mentioned, the more of the deep dive, is it, it's going to, it's going to specifically teach to the, um, I'm trying to remember my, my notes from when we talked before from to the conversion, right? How to convert people, or is it also going to hit marketing? What I just want to make sure people who are listening know exactly what that one's going to do. Sure. The, so the second one, and actually if you buy the, if you go through and buy the, the, um, self audit training and checklist, yeah. you are offered this, it's called let's get visible. Okay. Offer that as, as like a, next step because it's what you'd want after your website is built. It's all about driving traffic to your store. So I talk about, you know, SEO on site, oh awesome. all the off, you know, off things you can do being on podcasts, um, getting in publications. How do you get, you know, papers to bloggers to write about you? How do you use networking the right way? So it's all about driving traffic to your store once it's ready for those conversions, which you've, what you've done with the self audit training and checklist. Beautiful. Okay. I actually, I'm even more excited. I didn't even understand that it covered all of that. Yeah. You are literally a one-stop shop for <laughs> Shopify. Like, like goodness and knowledge. That is amazing. Okay. And then where are the best places for folks? If they just kind of want to um, like, maybe that it's they're, you know, they're nowhere near ready for that, but they want to be connected to you because down the road, they will need all of this, or they just want to follow and stalk you and consume all your great content. Where are the best places? Like where do people love following you the most? So the only place really that I'm showing up and creating content on is on TikTok. And I know for not sure. everyone's on there, but I love, that's where I I'm giving all my advice tips. I talk about e-commerce e business that i currently run so i'm like in this right now too i'm not just um you know leaning on past experience like i'm going through all the same struggles of selling physical products in 2022 right along with you um so i talk about that there uh, my website is it's gracehayden.com i have some things on there but really i'm just on TikTok. I think that's amazing. And I, that's uh, a literally how I found you and B how so many businesses are exploding. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's, if you've got to pick one place, that's the place to do it. Yeah. So. I think that this is like good business advice too. keeping things simple is like, I just focus on TikTok, So I'm able to show up my best there and grow a, a really great community there instead of trying to be all the places you can just pick one place and just give it your all. And that's going to grow a lot better than trying to be everywhere. I think it's nice to see that because a lot, a lot of folks feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to take on, oh, I've got to be on Instagram and YouTube and, and TikTok and Facebook. And how am I going to do all of this and Pinterest? And so I love that you are leading by example and being like, nope, 
pick you can pick one it'll work fine yeah and if you hate doing something it's gonna show and you're it's not gonna give you the results you want either so it's like just show up where you like to show up and it's you're just gonna have better results that's so awesome. Um, Grace, just thank you so much. Thank you for, and, and all y'all need to know, like p- poor Grace has been so precious with me with like my literally about to give birth condition. And ha- she has been having to fill the gap for me left and right. And she's been such a doll. I'm so excited to be connected with her long-term. Like she's just good people. Um, but just thank you so much for, for sharing this, for like being our point of contact for Shopify, for like all of this wonderful. Um, I think, I just think you're very generous with like what you share, you know, you're not like, there's like nothing money grabbing about you at all. You like, you have, you have a business and you have a great business, but you're just so like genuine and helpful. And I love people like that. So thank you for, for just for being you and for everything you've shared and for being willing to do this with me at such a funny time in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I, I really appreciate this opportunity. I love talking about this stuff. So thank you. You will have to do it again, you know, in another like you know, like down the road, maybe in um, 2023, and we'll pick like a whole different setup. We'll, we'll we'll bring you back so that folks can keep hearing about why they need to get over on Shopify and how you can help them. I would love that. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. We'll talk soon. And everyone listening, thank you so much for being here today. I love you guys so much. Please be sending me all the good vibes. Um, although, honestly, my baby will be here by the time you hear that, th- hear this, which is a little jarring to me right now to think. Um, But send me good vibes anyway, because I won't be getting any sleep. But I love y'all so much. And please um, go make something awesome today. Bye. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com, where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.